Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bunk Perspective, man. I just want to say big shout out to everyone out there. Today's about the power say, or I'm sorry, the power of privacy. What am I talking about? Jesus Christ. Anyways, listen, this is a big topic, and this is a topic that runs home with me. You know, I have a tendency of sharing a lot of different things in my life whether it's at my immediate job, the tutorial center or the training company. And you can only like really make people understand by showing you or by showing them what you've been through. Now, I don't share all the personal details, you know, but again, what it comes down to a lot of people out there, it's so difficult, right? It's about balance. See, because we've been, condition someone to just share everything right so every dish like out here in thailand they take pictures of every dish or every kid everything online you know when you do this it's you know you're courageous and you're vulnerable and a lot of people believe that it helps with greater connection which it does perhaps that's true but there's a balance coming back to it and you need to know what to share with who like when and why. I love sharing my story about racism because I know that's gonna help tens of millions, hundreds of millions around the world. I also believe that, you know, the things that I've dealt with with my family, I love sharing that. And that's never gonna change because it's not about vulnerability. It's about so many other people out there who are probably going through the same situation and for them to see their way through, right? You know, those things are great. But when it comes to, you know, like the the modern world, the, you know, the two generations you know, that, that are, you know, fighting with each other right now. It's like, the what, what is it? The, the, the baby boomers and the Gen X versus the Gen Y and the Gen Z, right? Which I fall right into Gen Y. Well, the Gen Y, Gen Z, a lot of these youngsters, they have that ultimate ambition to just be famous, right? We've been culturally conditioned by social media to want to become famous and to get the fans, the likes, the followers. See, we don't estimate the reality that because becoming famous, you lose reality. I think I heard recently that Kim Kardashian said that she was, was what was it? She said that for two years, she was taking care of other people, but she wasn't taking care of herself. So when she got a divorce with, Kanye, which I do not give a fuck about celebrity gossip whatsoever. It just made me realize that real people, real things. This is a billionaire. This is a billionaire. However, she made that billion by getting famous 17 years ago for blah, blah, blah. No, this is a billionaire with a billionaire family. Okay. And she has the same problems any other human does. But yet we hold her onto this platter, you know, and by looking at, you know, people who run in front of her when she's on Hollywood Boulevard and people at her door, the paparazzi and people filming her going to her business to go into everything and run into you at the airport. Remember I landed uh, after I came back from Melbourne, Australia, landed in LA and I saw people running around and I just saw a bunch of flashes and I'm like, who the fuck is that? So I went over and I said, holy fuck, that is Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield is the one that TKO'd Mike Tyson and got his ear bit off by Mike Tyson just before that fight. I can't remember if that was fight one, fight two, can't remember. But 
you know, I took a photo with him and was he happy to take a photo? No, he was on a call with his, whoever that may be on the other line. And I said, Evander, I am so sorry. I know that you are busy. I would just like a real quick photo real quick. And was he happy to take that photo? Probably not because so many others were taking photos of him too. And, you know, I just realized like when you're famous, it's just crazy. And then of course, going way off the beaten path, looking at, I think this guy's name was last name Douglas. Can't remember, but took a Southwest Airlines flight with him. He turned on his, uh, his phone. I'm taking, this is like 2000, 2011, 12, 13. Can't remember. And what a dickhead this guy was. He turned on his phone before we landed and he got a phone call while we were landing still in the air and everyone looked at him and I looked at him and I said, I don't know who you are. I don't know if you look popular or not. I really don't give a fuck, but you're going to turn off that fucking phone. I was so angry and so offended. Like, because you are potentially famous, you think you could just do whatever you want. He landed. We got outside in the terminal. All these cameras and everything just crowded around him. I was like, yeah, you're crowding around a dickhead. But nonetheless, at some point, <sighs> by this creep, you know, flying Southwest Airlines into Los Angeles or Evander Holyfield, it does break that boundary. And I broke his boundary. At some point, it's not fun anymore. You know, fame equals that ultimate gauge. And now you're ultimately trapped in that own success, your own ego, your own expectations. People looking into your life 24-7. You know, Trent Shelton has always said, man, protect your peace. And that has a lot to do with privacy. And so I have a couple of thoughts today. Here we go. Number one. So you don't have to share everything about your family, your member, your team, your friends, anything. Okay. Now I'm a person that I love sharing about my immediate family, such as my brother, my mother and stuff like that, because obviously I know a lot of people have been there, done that. They've been through similar situations to me, or they're trying to overcome situations like that. And I believe that I, you know, that vulnerability saying, yeah, this is who I was. This is the family I grew up in. This is the racism I endured, but look at me now. That is not vulnerability, but that is unbelievably inspiring. It truly is. You know, at the end of next year, getting married um, and, you know, invited some of my friends that I met back in 2003, 2004, 1999, 1996, when I was as, as young as eight years old, inviting them out here to Thailand to be able to, you, you know, watch someone they've known for two decades, three decades, you know, say I do. It's one of the most beautiful moments, right? And I like sharing those types of things because I think that's so beautiful, you know? But again, with my girlfriend and, you know, some things that are very immediate in our day-to-day -day things, I only share a couple of things, not all of it. I don't share everything from my job. I don't share all the beautiful conversations I had today and the beautiful day I had yesterday, you know, although I can and I'll share in glimpses, but it's nothing too personal, you know, because I could tell you right now, sometimes, you know, it's okay to keep specific information close. You know, those thoughts, those feelings, desires, dreams, whatever it may be, not everyone gets to have it in their ear because guess what? You end up sharing with people and they end up not keeping your confidence or they just hit you with a ton of negativity, right? 
you know, being more open is more of a gateway to like discouragement and judgment. Have you ever realized that? You know, and that's an important lesson in its own. We don't have to share everything with everybody. Some people know more about me than others. It's not because worthiness or anything. It's just because I can only keep so many people in a close net. Like, you know, the teamwork, my family. Not everyone gets to come to your house, right? Shit, I remember dumbass brother back in 99, 2000. And you know, these are details that I like to share because it really creates so much context. I remember he let some individuals into our house and they ended up ransacking our house, a bunch of his sorry ass friends. And then next, you know, a year later, we end up getting robbed on October 15th of 2001, just one month after the September 11th attacks. And we almost potentially got robbed seven years later. And this was from another individual that, oh, not so much based on my brother, but because he saw that we had a big screen TV. And so, you know, not everyone gets to come inside your house. Not everyone will come to my condo. Guys, I'm 33 years old now. You know, goddamn well, I'm not gonna let anybody inside my condo, right? Um, but when it comes to, you know, my, you know, my girlfriend's house, well, our house, I hate to say our house because I invested nothing in it and I do not claim anything to that. But there are times that, you know, she brings, uh, I think next weekend, as a matter of fact, we're going to be inviting over uh, some of her friends, three of them all working in corporate finance and one of the boyfriends of a magnificent individual. He's a lawyer, as a matter of fact. And God damn, boy, whoa. If you talk about conversationalist, he's probably the best ever. And literally just sit there and talk for hours upon hours upon hours. Oh my goodness gracious. And it's just, you know, we're not just going to invite a whole bunch of randoms from in the neighborhood who we don't know so much. You know, we had to invite some of the security guards just last year because we had to fight a fucking boa constrictor. Yes, a fucking giant four meter snake. Sorry, I'm not good with inches. Probably a fucking 10 feet, 10 to 12 feet monster. Skinny, but a monster. Uh, that was just like, just hanging onto a branch in our tree. And anyways, in that case, we got to invite some people over to get this motherfucker out of the goddamn tree and get him out of the yard and get him out of our faces forever. But we don't invite everybody, right? And unfortunately, my brother never understood that idea because he's just such a dumbass and invited the lowest common denominators over to our house and ultimately led to us getting robbed of our basically our computer games and stuff and our playstation all that stuff that we had back in 2001 it was an absolute tragedy i swear never thought it would ever happen and it's all his fault but nonetheless <laughs> not everyone is invited to your workplace right you know not everyone gets to review your drafts and hear your podcast before it comes out only the loyalist right so i think Privacy is really about time management, right? You can't tell everyone everything because if you did, you'd end up having long conversations and justifying your actions and conversations that go nowhere and leads to no action. And, you know, you don't have time for, you know, dreaming, life, family, everything. You know, privacy can become and can be a superpower of time management too. So that's your number one. Number two, be okay about not always speaking up in social situations. You got to be able to find your authentic expression. Find when you want to speak up. 
not for ego, not just belong, but when you genuinely have something that is worth sharing to deepen a relationship or help someone or add value. You know, sometimes I like to just sit back and say nothing. I've been going to the CrossFit gym for two times already. And because I got my voice back, as you guys can hear, you know, as opposed to the previous two weeks, um, I showed my authentic self and I cheered everyone on because a lot of people come here and they're so focused on that very next thing. But, you know, I like to bring a sense of liveliness to people who are also giving me that energy and standing next to me and rooting me on and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, I don't speak about everything in my personal life at that gym. You know, there was a guy I met, I believe he's some, somewhere from the UK, one of the three countries of the UK. And he asked me what I do. I was like, oh, I'm a podcaster, this, that, this, that. And, you know, I threw out some conversation gambits, but because we were getting ready to do the workout, he probably didn't ask any follow-up questions. And that's totally fine. No one else has asked me. All the Olympic lifters that were in there, these monster individuals, Jesus Christ, both foreigners and ties. It was just amazing to see. Um, you know, some of them like to just keep to themselves and that's totally fine because that's their privacy, you know? And so not every idea that you have needs to be spoken out loud is what I'm trying to say. Because sometimes we do, and I feel like I always had a tendency to always try to bring people together and to forge relationships with people who weren't, as a matter of fact, I literally just see a bug over there on my window. I got to get it off my window. Okay, that was a little bit of a failed attempt, but hey, nonetheless, it is all good. So anyways, like, I don't feel like I need to share everything with everyone. You know, one of the, the girls there at the gym at the time, she was like, hey, so, you know, are you a teacher? And then that's when I believe, okay, let me share a couple of details. Let me share a couple of things outside. A lot of people like to just label me as a teacher. So I would just say, hey, well, I'm a podcaster, I'm a trainer. I do this, I do this, I do this, I do so many. I'm a solopreneur in my own. You know, and I like to share those details so that, you know, these are all gambits that they can latch on to and ask me more questions. And then a relationship can ultimately be forged, right? But not everything that is happening in your mind and every opinion you have needs to be shared out loud, right? Unless you believe it's going to add value. And the things I had said, like, you know, helping or, you know, deepen relationships and bring more perspective, right? Number three. It's important to have boundaries with family and friends and what's important to you. See, there is always time where you have a family member that is not loyal. They don't keep secrets. They do not keep secrets. They overshare. And guess what? It ultimately makes you feel uncomfortable. You need to know who to share with. When someone does something for the first time, believe them. I still remember Medea said this in something 16 years ago to this day. And I remember in her Medea, uh, the play, as a matter of fact, you can't find it anymore. It's very rare. It's very hard to come across it. But she was like, if someone shows you who they are, believe them. And it's the truth, because if someone shows me exactly who they are first time, I'm like, Woo I want no part of you. Right. And so you should not be sharing information with these types of people if they're already very open with sharing other people's information out loud with everyone else does it make sense you're in charge of your own life privacy and boundaries now remember this is the last thing i'm going to share with you 
flip the coin, okay? It's on each of us to protect our peace. Recognize everything we're sharing with people and be careful of the gossip train of drama. And people, with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. I'll be seeing you in the next episode. And until then, over and out.